Hi everyone and welcome to season two of the 20s Live podcast. We're back and to kickstart the new season we'll be discussing comparison in our 20s. So this season it's a bit different to last time. In some ways it's more laid back. We've learned that life in our 20s it's full of surprises and ups and downs and we're removing the pressure to publish an episode every week. It won't be a rigid schedule, we'll just be publishing when we can really. We just want to focus on what's important and continue to talk openly about the topics that we feel are prominent in our 20s. But we also want to learn along the way and use this platform so we can all learn, grow, feel connected with each other during this hectic, busy, exciting time, but also the daunting and overwhelming time of our life. I absolutely agree. I think this podcast, it definitely wanted to be something that we can just do in our in our spare time, talk about the topics that we want to talk about that we think are prominent in our 20s, well, mid-20s now. Um, me and Adia both have changed a lot the last couple, I think it's been like a year, two years since we recorded, like loads has happened and yeah, we can't wait to get started. So the first topic, it's quite a hefty one. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this, um, which is comparison and envy. So let's like start with the basics of what is comparison in our 20s? How do we define it? And when, why does it arise? So I feel like we speak about this a lot. Um, well, I, de- I certainly do with my friends, how everyone is in different stages of their life in their 20s, especially now we're 25. I feel like 25, mid-20s is when everyone's diverging even more than before. So we have friends that are married, we've got friends that are traveling, friends that are studying, people that are really focused on their career, people that don't really care about their career. Like everyone is doing their own thing. And so it's so easy to compare because everyone's on their own different paths. And I also think there's always been a bit of a a pressure in your 20s. So you're meant to have the best time in your 20s. And even using this word best, it's comparing to something else There's a hierarchy. It has to be the best time, not the average time, you know? So I feel like that kind of brings in the level of comparison as well. And also we're trying to work out where we want to go in our life and i feel like that means that you do compare to other people to see if there's that envy there i often do that i think oh my friend's doing that do i want to do that like do i have the feeling of envy coming up there so it's yeah just very easy to compare in our 20s and i feel like it's a very natural feeling to have Yeah, I completely agree. I think this time of life is when everyone's doing their own thing. So everyone's also comparing because you're kind of thinking, well, I'm doing this, but they're doing that. So am I okay doing this? Like, am I in the right place? And I think our definition of what's the right thing to be doing is kind of formed from what our mates are doing, what we're seeing on social media. I know for me, I get a lot of like travel envy. If I see someone, oh my God, they've just quit their job and they've gone traveling or like, should I be doing that or someone gets a promotion and I think every part of our lives is up for comparison now I think it's something that's so prominent is and something that can be from something that's very vain to like what I look like like comparing my body comparing what I eat to like the people I see on Instagram to comparing my career and it's it's something that I think is so 
obvious that I deal with so regularly and it's it's nice to be at this point where we can start like reflecting inward okay why am I comparing is it something that's healthy is it something I need to work on and does it come from this lack of acceptance of who I am and who we are and you know why we're individuals I think going back to the question so how do we define it why does it arise you know my feelings are it definitely comes up when my confidence is low I definitely feel you know when I had it's hard I don't want to be too personal but you know having a down day you know feeling like maybe eat like feeling a bit overweight feeling just especially coming out of Christmas oh my god you just feel like it's been a bit of a slump not be doing much exercise like you're on social media like looking at all like especially if you follow like everyone's looking at like different body shapes and you're just feeling low and when I'm feeling low that's when I compare oh I don't look like that you know I'm not doing that oh god she's doing that or they're doing that and they've got promotion why am I not doing that oh god they started their own business like why am I not, am I not doing that and it comes into this feeling of just not being enough and yeah I think confidence and comparison absolutely have to be discussed together because if I have one I don't have the other you know if I'm feeling good I'm feeling confident I tend to compare less you know I feel more no I don't need to compare because I'm all right on my I'm doing what I'm doing but in terms of what you know why is it prominent in our lives now specifically you know what do you think is he like is it something that has changed since we're at school or you know is it, is it something that we have to going to have to deal with forever or is it more prominent now I think it's more prominent now because like I said everyone's doing their own separate things and when you're in school there's a everyone's doing the same thing everyone's you know going to school either getting a job going to university like there's that set path and now we're all diverging and that's why I think there's even more comparison and I was thinking about this I don't know if like maybe comparison in your 20s is going to be the worst that you feel it because maybe people do converge more when you're in your 30s, 40s. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to find out when we get there. Like maybe there's always going to be that sort of comparison because it could be human nature. Well, I do think it's human nature to compare with each other. Um, I did want to say that I feel exactly the same about comparison. If I'm feeling confident, I don't really give a shit what anyone else is doing. I'm like, I'm doing me. I'm great. This is my path. I'm loving life and I don't care. And like, I can be on social media and be like, yeah, that's cool. They're doing their own thing. Looks amazing. You're traveling. Looks amazing. But I'm I'm happy in my life right now. Yeah. When I'm feeling shit, that's when you start to question things. Because I guess, you know, if you're feeling bad, you're like, oh, I must be feeling bad for a reason. And then you start to compare to other people, be like, am I feeling bad because I'm not doing that? Um, I think it becomes a bit of a vicious cycle. So, yeah, I feel like it is. It's a difficult one to manage in your 20s. And it takes a lot of self-confidence to not compare. I think it's kind of our natural state to compare a lot. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's definitely something that's sort of inherent to human nature. I think we've both been doing some reading around comparison and where it comes from. And it's something that's definitely, gonna, I think, going to be an aspect of our lives, you know, you know, forever. You're always going to compare. It's really hard not to. But I think it has to come from a healthy place and like it has to be something that's comes from a self a place of self-belief not self-deprivation I think if it comes from a place of self-deprivation as I think it has done in my early 20s for sure it, it can lead on to maybe some unhealthy habits and I think but whereas if it comes from a place of self-belief you know 
like so for example at work you know I, I I am comparing myself to my colleagues I am comparing myself to my managers and people higher up but I'm not doing that in a way of oh god they're so much better than me I've got to be doing this it's more I'm comparing myself to them because I think I've got a chance of becoming you know like I've, I've, I've got quite a good place in this team and I, it's I should compare because I want to get higher up and I think I can get higher up and I believe in myself to get higher up. So I think comparison in our 20s, it definitely doesn't always have to be a negative, like it can be a positive. But I think why it's so prominent in this in this decade is, like you say, we are all doing our own thing. But I think we're also figuring out a lot about ourselves. What I found about the 20s, I think, as I said, throughout season one as well, it's really a period of going inward and figuring out it sounds really deep but figuring out who you are and who you want to be and where you want to go and realizing you can't always do what your mates are doing you can't always just follow the packs and like you this is the time of life to really figure out not only where you want to go and what you want to do but the kind of person you want to be and it that whole process comes with comparison and thinking about okay you know this that's what they're doing that's what they're doing but what really do I want to do and I think that's why it's really quite prominent as at the age we're at. So another angle of why we thought it was prominent and kind of what stimulated why we wanted to do this episode well firstly I listened to the Florence Given um, podcast which is called Exactly on Envy and that I think that's the thing that stimulated it and I was like hmm, interesting I haven't thought of Envy before so so in that way, to kind of realise how much envy is prominent in our 20s. And then I just was randomly, well, I always pick my books randomly, but um, the two books I was reading, I could just tie into comparison as well. So I was reading a book called Elephant in the Brain, um, which is a psychology book, really, about how we have innate human urges to be competitive, which I actually found really interesting because I have quite a strong belief that we give give human beings too much credit we actually have a lot of lot of our behaviors just comes down to evolutional biology and we just kind of we just don't we don't, we forget that we are animals at the end of the day and that's why we act in certain ways um and it was just a really interesting book how yeah as human beings we're competing with each other for a partner because that's how we survive as a species so comparison is part of human nature because we're comparing with each other to be like oh if I'm better than that person I'll get a better partner and you kind of forget how we have those innate tendencies and then I also was reading the Daring Greatly book by Brené Brown which yeah again another great book and this talks a lot about shame and vulnerability so it's not uh, really related to comparison but she talks about a culture of scarcity which I think is just so key for comparison because we have a culture that we are never enough we have social media comparison we'll look at the number of likes and there's almost like a shame of being ordinary which is is silly really like as human beings we're all amazing creatures we don't need to do something extraordinary to have worth or to be enough um and just in the society we're in there's always not enough time not enough money um all these sort of things and we're always comparing what we have and what we need for our from others for our self-worth so I just thought both of them was just so interesting and I think actually ever since I've read this book by um Brown 
I'm really just trying to be like I'm enough say to myself I'm enough whatever happens in my life because I feel like I realized so much of the time I was like I'm only enough if I reach this goal I'm only enough if you know coming on to the top again I'm only enough if I'm this size or I can you know I'm only enough if I reach the the body of this person on Instagram which is just total bullshit <laughs> like you're enough as you are honestly like that is such a powerful sentiment and I think it's interesting you were saying about you know like evolutionary habits and we are all going to be competitive and compare at some point because that's you know how you survive but it's also interesting that idea of being told you're not enough and having to like actively tell yourself every day that you're enough because I think at some point every person or every woman I don't I don't obviously I don't want to go too much into the feminist stuff but every woman or every person maybe has been told at some point that they're not enough whether it's just like whether it's societal like magazines whether it's what you're reading whether whether it's what's on Instagram whether it's like someone in your life that's without knowing it has told you at some point maybe you're not in those direct words but no you're not enough you do need to be this certain size you do need to achieve these things you know me and Izzy both went to quite a harsh school and I think it was drilled into us no if you don't get those grades you know no you're not enough no you're not you're not doing that's that's you need to be doing that in order to be validated and it comes it also comes into validation doesn't it like feeling like you're worth something self-worth self-validation like yeah feeling that you're enough for for whoever's telling you that you're not and it's really interesting how that that shapes our behavior going forward and I think this period of life is when you start to go inward and think, okay, so that's a behavior that I'm doing. Maybe that's what's triggered it. Like I know in my, for myself, my low self body confidence comes from a variety of things. Definitely also the older women in my family always being on a diet and telling me that I should be on a diet in order to be a certain size, in order to be, you know, a woman in the right way. It may be. It's also like just on Instagram, when every account you see, when you see a body that doesn't look like yours and they've got, you know, a million likes and you think, oh God, I don't look like that. I'm not going to get the likes. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's coming from a body confidence aspect, but it's just really, I just find that really interesting that you, you start with this innate need to compare and be competitive. And then also society is doing like, it's also sort of a societal shift that makes you want to compare. So you've got both that kind of innate, um, yeah, that innate self and also the self that's kind of formed by the, the society that you're in. So basically, we didn't stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. And the, the anti-capitalist in me as well is like, you know, we're told we need to buy this thing and then we're enough. We need to buy yeah. this beauty product and we'll be enough now and we'll be amazing. And it's a never ending cycle as well. Um, and also, um, I remember, I can't remember what podcast this was from. As children, um, we're kind of, we're disciplined to be you do this and then you're good or if you if you don't behave well you won't get dinner or you get sent to a room that's a bit harsh actually don't get dinner that's harsh okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean you're disciplined like that don't get pudding that was my one yeah. I don't get pudding. <laughs> so you're disciplined like that and that gives you a kind of a oh I need to achieve something to 
be praised to be worth something and I think parents don't even know they're doing it um because you think that's a good way to discipline your child but you actually forget that that's like the first form of like love that you get in your life so yeah I just think you're getting it from all angles saying that you're not enough and I think the 20s is kind of you try and loads of new things and you're building up your sense of self and you just need to back yourself and be like, you know what, I am enough and don't listen to all these conditionings that are coming from society, which, yeah, it's just not healthy. Yeah, and also just being aware of, like, what's the reason you're comparing because I don't, for a long time, I didn't even realise I was doing it and just that action of, oh, hang on, I'm comparing myself here and that's making me feel crap or I feel crap and then I'm comparing. Now that I'm aware of it, it's like, oh, hang on, just stop yourself there. And that's quite a powerful thing. But I think before we go on to sort of how to deal with comparison, maybe how to stop comparing so much and little tips that we've got, you know, that we've learned from our research and also just from, you know, practice and what we've what we've learned. But can comparison be a positive thing? I, I kind of talked about it a bit, you know, in, in a work setting, maybe it can be a, be a positive thing. But yeah, what do you think, Izzy? I definitely think it can be a positive thing. I think... One way that I've used comparison in my 20s as a positive is by comparing myself to others to get to know myself. Like one of the things I've really struggled with is uh, to understand about myself is if I'm extroverted or introverted. And I know it's probably it's on a spectrum, but I, I feel like I need to compare to other people to understand this about myself. I compare to my friends about how much time I need to spend on my own in comparison to my other friends, how I get drained by other people compared to other people or get energy from people compared to how other people get energy from people. So I feel like that's a good sign of comparison you almost learn your sense of self by comparing to other people and I think like I said like the 20s is key for developing your sense of self and it's also like you touched on it's great as a healthy motivator so yeah you could compare to people in work that you aspire to be but also I do love like reflecting back of how much I've changed in my 20s. I feel like my my pace of change is slowing. I feel like how much I changed from like, I don't know, 18 to 20 was like ridiculous. And it's good to look back and realise how much you've grown and kind of, you know, give yourself a bit of a, a pat on the back, really, and give yourself credit for that and realise how much growth can still happen. So I feel like in that way, comparison can definitely be a positive thing. Yeah, completely agree. I think, it, I think it, as I said earlier, to be honest, it's important to know where the comparison is coming from. Like, is it coming from a place where you know you believe in yourself, and it's almost more of like a healthy competition? It's it's not coming from a place of that you're trying to be horrid to yourself and you're comparing yourself and you're feeling small. It's coming from a place of no, I believe in myself, and I'm going to compare myself to these people because I think I've, I'm good enough to be in the running. I'm in the like I'm in the race almost, and I think I would almost describe it more as healthy competition rather than comparison. Um, I think when it's coming from a place of self betterment, but also it can be aligned with collaboration. It doesn't have to be a competition where you're trying to beat someone, or like you can all you can all kind of progress together. And I think when you're comparing you kind of without realizing look at someone else as an enemy or someone that you've got to be like you've got to be better than someone oh I've got to be as skinny as hell I've got to be skinnier or I always bring it back to the body but 
other aspects you know oh she's got a promotion or he's got a promotion I've, I've got to be doing that as well and you you you've got, you feel like you're up against someone but I think if you th- like try and reframe that to be yeah they're doing really well I'm going to use them to motivate myself and inspire me because I know I can do it because they're doing it but I don't need to beat them or be on the same path as them I can still just use it as inspiration right, I was gonna say it comes back to that culture of scarcity if you yeah. believe like everyone's enough comparison's fine because you're like all these amazing traits are in abundance we can all be great so it doesn't matter we can compare to be like oh I admire that person I want to be more like them and so we can both have these amazing traits but if you're thinking of it from a place of scarcity that's when you're competing and you're thinking okay this person's great I need to do better than them because maybe then I'll get that promotion but there's you know you both can do well in life and I think it's remembering that so it doesn't have to be this competition it like you said it's it's a positive thing Um, and it comes back to when I was listening to the the Florence Given podcast um on envy they were talking about how there's like two types of envy you have an admiring envy which is where you see someone and you admire their qualities and you inspire to be like them and it's it's a motivator you're like right okay like that's how that's the sort of traits that I want to have I'm going to put some steps in place to be like that person so for me I I do sing lessons and I really want to sing on stage and whenever I listen to live music I have so much admiration and I I definitely get that admiring envy because I want to be able to get over my my silly fear and sing in public whereas you also could have that more toxic envy which is where when you compare to someone it makes you feel anxious and insecure and not worthy and, and not enough going on that that same theme and then that's when it's it's kind of makes you feel a bit more stuck and sometimes I think I haven't really touched on this yet but I think your comparison is normally body image but whereas mine is more with relationships which I I think I struggle with because sometimes you can't really just change your relationships can you but I feel like I kind of struggle to to get those connections that I feel like I want in my life and I always do compare and especially as well B B saw me at Christmas I was having a bit of a low period and I think because Christmas kind of reminds you it's everyone coming together and being with their connections yet if you feel like there's a bit of lack in your connections then that can make you feel shit basically and that's how I was feeling so shall we now lead into how to deal with comparisons we can give some practical tips that we've learned along the way and I think we've also read up on some tips given as well so do you want to start B? Yeah yeah definitely I think something it was actually one of my new year's resolutions this year and I didn't really realize it was to do with comparison but I very much started this year wanting to just with more self-acceptance I think I start every new year with this kind of goal to lose weight to you know achieve lots of things and like don't get me wrong I still have things I want to achieve this year like I want to do two half marathons you know keep up my fitness I do want to get a promotion at work you know there's all those things I do want to achieve but I also want to think about the kind of person I want to be and the kind of behavior I want to well the way I want to behave I suppose and self-acceptance is huge I want to go into this year not wanting not 
wanting to just change myself and look a certain way and and you know compare myself to other people and think that I should that I'm not enough not enough to being being who I am and just accept where I'm at at this point in my life don't go into the year just wanting to change everything because one it never happens at some point you have to accept that this is who you are and I think if you can never accept that it can lead to lots of different you know unhealthy things you know it's and it's not something not something that I what I want for myself like I want to accept who I am I think it very much came from looking like I always look at photos of myself well when I'm looking at photos of myself I always think oh god I thought I was thought I was big then or I was sad then because I thought I was fat and I just wasn't like I'm looking at this photo and I just wasn't and I'm sick I'm just sick of doing that I'm sick of having that realization that I ruined something that was really fun in my life because I thought I looked fat like and I just I want I want to stop doing that so I think self-acceptance is key to reducing comparison and accepting that this is who I am and that's okay that's more than okay that's great like we're all individual we're all unique if that makes sense so yeah what do you think is have you got any other tips yeah I was just gonna bring um talk about New Year's resolutions because I feel like I did a full U-turn on this like <laughs> a few years ago I used to be like right I'm gonna do this year I'd have everything like set out all my aims and it'd be like quite an extensive list and then I just kind of realized that that you know wasn't bringing me happiness and it comes back to you know I'm gonna feel like a broken record but you know feeling not enough and like I just kind of realized that you know if I if I didn't meet these new year's resolutions I still am enough and I'm still a great person so now I just have very woolly new year's resolutions um I have a few ones that are tangible because I think it is good to have something tangible to work towards so for example I want to run a half marathon so that's quite tangible but other ones are really woolly like you're pro- probably gonna think I'm a bit hippie from <laughs> these but I'm like I'm like open heart and um and peaceful mind I like wrote that like it's so woolly but like I know if I actually got that I'd be happy and it's not anything to do with like my worth and that's the thing like I think it's it's almost I'm trying to trying to like counter balance the the culture we have of being not enough um so yeah I would say that on New Year's resolutions also I another feeling I've had in January is like January is not the right time to start new things (laughs) it's cold it's dark like I I also think I get a bit of seasonal depression like I'm not the most motivated whereas I it's almost like going with the seasons like in spring you're like oh you know got more of a spring spring in your step and you're ready to start new things or you know quote unquote plant the seeds for your for the year and then in summer you're like right I'm in it now full bloom it's fun time and you're you're feeling really motivated so I'm just I'm just kind of like giving myself a break really because January isn't the best time to start things but it's a good time to get thinking and reflecting and that's what I've been doing over this season um but anyway back to the tips um so one of the main ones I think is curiosity so I think instead of being like um, okay, I've got this feeling of, of envy and like beating yourself up about it. It's thinking, okay, why am I feeling that envy and using it as an opportunity to learn about yourself and learn about what you want? And then another key one is, and I, I have to do this quite a lot if I'm in a low place, is take yourself off social media. Whenever I've had something really upsetting happen to me, I just can't look at people on Instagram having a fun time because it just makes me feel shit. So I just 
delete Instagram for a little bit until I'm feeling stronger in myself because it's just realizing that for one as well social media is not a realistic comparison you're comparing your reality to someone's manufactured social media existence so it's also recognizing that um so yeah if you can't deal with the comparison cut off any form of comparison um which is social media usually i think i completely agree i think the it's interesting that social maybe comparison is something that young people are experiencing to an even more heightened degree now because of social media and the rise of social media because you can literally see everything everyone's doing I think 20 years ago you couldn't see all that like it doesn't matter that you weren't going to the party or you weren't doing that or they you didn't look like that because you couldn't see them like I think it's made a massive massive difference and 100% agree if you're feeling low get rid of that like you don't need to see it you can use your phone just to connect with your friends and that's more important like your connections um I think a tip that I would yeah also like to mention is when using comparison in a more positive way like just compare yourself with where you've come from like with your younger self I think that can be so powerful you know if I compare myself to when I was 18 19 you know someone that was really really well <laughs> much more anxious much no, no self-belief no confidence of course I didn't really know what I was doing who I was I was just sort of doing things I thought other people wanted me to do them very much a people pleaser and to comparing to myself to now I just I feel quite proud of myself and where I've come and that self-belief that self-confidence and that ability to say no that ability to choose what I want that ability to stand up for myself that ability to do the things that I never thought I'd be brave enough to do and yeah I always thought I was wasn't a leader I always thought I was just part of the pack and I just go with the flow like at school I was always really quiet at uni I just wanted to just do what other people were doing and hope that people liked me but now at work I feel myself being more of a leader and that's something that I never thought for myself and I think comparing yourself with where you've come from can be such an empowering thing and it actually it encourages you to be kind to yourself it encourages self-kindness self-acceptance you know and, and it allows you to appreciate the growth and also motivates you to carry on with that journey um and then all of a sudden it becomes much more about you and not about the comparison to other people which I think is an important one yeah that's such a great tip um like I said I love like looking back and being like think how much I've changed in in a good way yeah um, which is great I think I I also feel like I went through the same thing where especially in school and early uni I really just wanted to to fit in and follow the pack and now that is like the opposite of what I want so I, I don't know if it's almost like a bit of human nature to want to well it is human nature to, yeah. to want to fit in but then you realize you kind of you don't need to follow everyone else to fit in because everyone's unique and amazing in their their own way so I think it's just kind of having that realization I also wanted to mention about one way that I help to get over a feeling of envy is by taking an action and I like this because it makes it more in your control obviously some feelings of envy like I I mentioned before like I get envious of relationships and that's not just like romantic relations relationships like other form of relationships in my life which that's hard to change and um, that just kind of has to come with time and that comes in with acceptance really than anything but there are areas other areas that you can take action so bring it back to like my singing example 
I can take action on that and it feels empowering to feel like I'm doing something towards this feeling towards this insecurity and that and that comforts me and it makes me feel like yeah I I have some control over my life which is great and I also wanted to mention that just having self-compassion for that version of yourself that doesn't feel enough like I feel like everyone has that version of themselves and I'm gradually learning to always have self-compassion and I feel like I say it so much to my friends as well like whenever they're going through something I'm like self-compassion self-compassion because if you always show up for yourself it just makes you feel a lot safer in yourself I don't know if that makes sense because I think when I used to have low times I'd be like oh this version's come up again I hate her she's pathetic all these like horrible ways that you torture yourself whereas I'm getting better at being like you know what okay this this person I should name her this person's come up again this version of myself but you know I just need to have self-compassion for her because it's all parts of me it's all versions of me and I always you know need to show up for her so yeah self-compassion as well is a key one I love that phrasing like self-compassion and also thinking of you know, the different versions of yourself you have, because we all do things that we're not proud of. Oh my God, <laughs> so many. Um, but just being kind, and it it does go back to that self-acceptance. It does go, go back to that. It's all forms of self-love, really, isn't it? Just really being there for yourself and backing yourself and understanding that, yeah, there's parts of yourself that at times you're not so proud of, but we're all growing, we're all learning, and just, yeah, accept that, and it's okay. Like, I think, everything's okay I think that's going to be the mantra of the 20s like it's all good (laughs) and we are enough and we are enough yeah that's a good I think that's a good spot place to end the episode we are enough and be kind to yourself and be compassionate um but yeah I I really loved podcasting again it's been so nice to be back I don't know how yeah you feel the same yeah definitely I was saying before we started I was a bit like giddy I couldn't tell if it was (laughs) excitement or nerves but yeah it's so good to be talking about these things again yeah they're so important to me and I think we don't get this outlet that much in our work so it's so good I seem to be researching about these topics anyway so it's just so great to be sharing Mm. a bit what I learn a bit personal experiences and yeah I just hope it helps someone yeah well I, I yeah I love these conversations it just also makes you feel like oh my god I'm not the only person that feels like this that's and even that in itself is reassuring so yeah thanks to everyone for listening uh we're so glad to be back you can find our podcasts um on instagram there'll be a link I think it's at 20s live podcast god not said that for ages so that might be wrong <laughs> hopefully it's right it is it's still that <laughs> um and yeah you find our podcasts on all the main platforms i think spotify's the main one and yeah we'll be back soon talking about hopefully another interesting topic hope everyone has a good week month whenever however long it is <laughs> mm.